Rampardos mm. has the quickest time to win, but also the most deaths by like <laughs> like 20. He'll get you there quicker, but it'll be on the corpses of 30 of his brethren. <laughs> Mamoswine has like 14 deaths. Rampardos has like 33. Oh my God, I was exaggerating, so, but that was pretty close. So, yeah. <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Safari Zone Liverpool gets an adventurous new addition. This is hardly the hearty heart-themed event we thought it was. Rendezvous with one of our featured Pokemon. Lickitung Raid Day is a love story waiting to happen. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 81. It's February 13th. It's a Thursday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. How's it going, Kyle? We missed you last week. I, I'm sad I couldn't be here. It's, you yeah. know, sometimes real life happens. It does, and it happens fast. Comes at you. Whack, 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 oh, that's that's <laughs> life sounds. That's. I mean, you're a Power Ranger fan, so you probably like yeah, exactly. wild, crazy, personified comic book sounds, but in real life. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, how's it going? How are you? Any anything anything wild happened in the past two weeks? I mean, nothing especially wild. More of the same, more or less. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna grill you about your week and you know about the goals that I set for you last uh-huh. week. Okay. <laughs> but first, uh, we're gonna give a shout out to our brand new patrons. Two of them: Justin, also known as the illustrious overseer for PGR, and Carlo as well thank you both of you very much for your brand new patrons we hope you enjoyed the discord and all that that entails all the good fun stuff okay kyle last week you weren't yes, here yes but <laughs> i said i did for you anyway listen to the episode last week don't think oh, i good. didn't anybody out there good 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 well so kyle for you i set three goals one was one that you had set for yourself before i was just following up okay did you max frost last this week? Absolutely not. Okay. Let me how tell close, you something. How though. close were you? Oh, geez. I've okay. Not one power up since we last recorded. Oh. But do you want to know why? Uh, do I want to know why? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because go battle league. Oh, okay. Really? So I've spent I've spent Stardust, just not on Frostlass. It was on Giratina. So, so have, have you been getting into go battle league like for real? I was really, really into the Great League. I have absolutely no interest in Ultra League right now. Oh, geez. Okay. I think I did 70. Yeah, I think I did 70 Great Battle League in the first 10 days. And I think I've done maybe 15 Ultra League so far. So, Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we'll definitely talk about that later on the show. I know for sure. I'm, oh, I'm so excited to hear that you like took quite a big bite out of that so far so that we can talk. Oh, great. That's awesome. Um, the other thing was hatch a gibble. Did you manage to hatch one this weekend? I did hatch one gibble and like a dozen Riolu. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of Riolu. Any but shiny? I, uh, no, none of the Riolus were shiny, sadly. Oh, bummer. But I did hatch a shiny Badoo. 
Oh, the curse is broken. The curse is broken. <laughs> that line that has evaded me for so long, I now have at least one of them. That's awesome. Hey, congratulations. What's it What's it like to be on the other side as I laugh over here with my four shiny Roselias? <laughs> four? I'm, I mean, well, you had five at one point. I, I, I traded one away. Right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, don't don't worry. I'm taking inventory of the ones I traded away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, so for myself, I wanted to... Well, I had Trent sent goals for me last week. Again, thank you to Trent for, <laughs> for, for hopping on the show last minute and helping out. Um, but he set a couple of goals for me, a few actually. One was uh, Shiny Riolu or Gibble. One of the two of them tried to get them. Uh, you know what? I made a big oopsie this week. I like kind of forgot this event was happening this weekend. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> my life has been all upturned and topsy-turvy and crazy. I'm, I'm moving tomorrow. Actually, I'm sitting in my office the last thing that has to be packed is the computer that I'm recording on. But uh, yeah, I just kind of just kind of didn't happen. I just was really busy with other stuff like getting my life in order. Uh, but I did I did try to do at least one batch of eggs and I hatched two Gibble and one Riolu, which was really great. No shiny, though. I wanted to hatch at least 10 eggs. I did hatch at least 10 eggs. It was like, I think, 15 of those seven gays in particular, but more than that overall. And then I wanted to get to four out of six at the Giovanni quest. I'm still sitting at one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't blame you, though. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I, I don't care for this Giovanni quest at all. There's no motivation whatsoever. I caught that one Shadow Raikou, and it was the first time I finished it last month or early this month, whenever. And I just don't, <laughs> just don't I, care. I, don't. I relate very heavily. I just have absolutely zero interest. I still have the first one, the Looming in the Shadows. With oh, my, the really? The Purify 15. I just have no interest in finishing that i don't blame you in the least I, I can't figure it out for myself but i mean i will continue to do them especially if the rewards are are good maybe after everything's settled down I'll, maybe i'll put some extra effort into doing some rocket stuff but i say that knowing that's probably not going to happen yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> okay kyle you know what we haven't done this for a while but it's time yeah okay it's time for a you know of a metal check okay where the heck am i it's a good question not as bad as i thought i would be what is it 62 62 i'm at 72 we've maintained okay. our gap and more or less yes yes there are a couple that i'm i'm really close to and a couple that i wish i was closer <laughs> well isn't that true of any trainer i suppose yeah <laughs> all right well hey keep up the good fight there kyle maybe eventually uh you'll they'll come along the ones <laughs> when that i'm you done walking need. the spirit tomb maybe <laughs> yeah geez really maybe next year okay let's hop into the news the first thing we're going to talk about this week is something that i should have talked about last week but it evaded me completely there is new Team Rocket lineups for February, which means that there is, of course, new opportunities for Shadow Shiny Pokemon. Oh, but Chris, what are they? Well, <laughs> I've got a list. Don't you worry. All right. Arlo this month is going to be sporting a Mawile as his first choice, which is, of course, the thing that you can catch. So Mawile can be Shiny Shadow. That's neat. Second choice for Arlo's team will be between Charizard, Blastoise, or Steelix. Third choice will be Caesar, Dragonite, or Salamence. Very, very cool there. Sierra Beldum is her first choice, so you could get a shiny shadow Metagross eventually. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, second choice for Sierra is Exeggutor or Lapras or Sharpedo. And her third choice is Shiftry or Houndoom or Alakazam. 
Um, I think some people were talking this past week. I think I saw Terry Wolf post, and I heard Ken talk about it and lured up. I believe that on Sierra's team, you can pretty much just use a Lucario and beat the entire thing. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, that that yep, that works out. So Cliff, Cliff's team. Pincer, baby. Pincers is first choice. <laughs> Big, beautiful purple shadow pincer. I want that so badly. His second choice is between Marowak or Omastar or Electivire. One of those, one of those just seems very not like the other two. Electivire just seems out of the league of the other two, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, third choice is Tyranitar or Swampert or Torterra. I mean, Tyranitar is real out of place there, too. Yeah. To be honest. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, these are really interesting uh, teams. I like that they're changing them up. So if this is your thing, I know that Kyle and I just kind of professed, uh, admitted out loud that the Team Rocket stuff hasn't really been doing it for us. But if it is for you, this is cool that they're changing stuff up so much. I, I'm, I think that's pretty neat. Also, Shadow Shiny is just such a neat little niche collector piece that doesn't really <laughs> affect gameplay in any major way. I think this is a cool thing for people that are completionists to kind of like uh, chase after, you know? You mentioned that, so I think it's worth mentioning because especially with this latest change, I've seen a lot of people talking about the Shadow Shinies and people who want to collect them. The lineups are changing really quickly. Yeah. In like comparison to how everything else in the game changes, at least. So for people who actually want to try and hunt some of these, it's basically impossible. They're changing every like three weeks now. Not even. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe maybe frequent. a little bit longer. It's I thought it it's was been really month. rapid. And I just I I definitely get that. I, I can feel that the pain of wanting to get one of these shinies, but yeah. you can't target it so much. That's true. But also, in addition to the three that we we listed, really quick, decoys can also give you a shot at Shadow Bell Sprout, which I didn't know about. The decoys have a separate team of Pokemon that they rotate through. Uh, and those change as well. And Giovanni's team also changes, which is pretty crazy. So, And also, with the changing, Rocket Leaders aren't easy. We've we've talked about this before. For people who have like all of the options in the world, they're not that difficult. But for people who have to start building teams in order to fight them, with how fast they're changing, it's pretty, it's pretty tough to keep up if yeah, you want to keep rough. doing Rocket Stops. As somebody that's level 40 and has a lot of Pokemon that are they're maxed out and kitted out with extra moves and stuff like that, I still struggle significantly with these. So, yeah, I definitely feel that. I know you're saying that you can pull it off if you have all the resources. I have the resources, man, and I still struggle they're, they're sometimes. They're tough. They're tough. They're hard. They're really hard. Yeah, Arlo kicked my butt like five times in a row before I finally did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to admit that. It's true. <laughs> That's that's cool to change that stuff up. But the next two pieces of news are kind of like updates to things we talked about last week. So remember that weird Lickitung raid day thing we talked about <laughs> two weeks ago now, huh? There's a, a little bit of a, an, a detail change. But first of all, let me just remind you, it's happening on Saturday, February 15th. That's this Saturday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Lickitung caught during this time period will know the special move Body Slam. Licky Licky will also know Body Slam if evolved during the event time period. Kind of like a little community day, huh? That's the way to get it on Licky Licky. Otherwise, it would just be stuck on Lickitung and it would be gone. So there's that. This is relevant because Lickitung is like actually a good pick in Great League. (laughs) There you go. 
Will you be taking part, Chris? I will be taking part. My sister and I are going to go out and raid on Saturday. I'm very excited. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll grab a. I'll grab a few. I'll try to get some shinies, and then maybe Good then luck. you don't have to, and I can bring you one. Uh, I, I won't be. I've got some. I've got some stuff that is going on on Saturday. Okay. And I'm also not exactly that compelled to go do look at tongue raids. Right I kind now. of love how outrageous it is. And and that is enough for me. <laughs> yeah. But like it's also like like seven degrees outside right now over True. here. So. True. It's gonna get colder tomorrow, dude. Bundle up. But anyway, speaking of bundling up and, and moving forward, uh Valentine's Day event, there's also a mini update for this. Uh just a reminder, when is it happening? It's starting tomorrow, February 14th. At 8 a.m. to Monday, February 17th, so it's over the course of this weekend. Don't be like me. Don't forget about these weekend events uh, at 10 p.m. local time zone. So 8 a.m. tomorrow, Friday, to Monday, February 17th at 10 p.m. local time. So you have the entire weekend and the tail days as well. Features include Audino and Aloma Mola. They're going to be added to 7K eggs, which we knew already. Some of this is repeat, but I'll tell you when we get to the new stuff. Regular lure modules, these are the bonuses now. Activated during the event will last six hours, and you will receive two times catch candy bonus. Pink Pokemon, this list we didn't have before. Pink Pokemon like Lickitung, Porygon, Cleffa, Igglybuff, Tyrogue, Smoochum, Love Disc, and Happiny will be hatching from 7K eggs. And if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Chansey in the wild or hatch a shiny Happiny. That's cool. And then lastly, there's Valentine's Day stuff. Themed avatar items like the Love Disc Top, Ripped Love Disc Jeans, and Love Disc Shoes will be available in the Style Shop. Now, Kyle, I have to ask you, how quickly will it take you to buy this stuff as soon as it goes live? This is screaming your name with those three things with your Gengar backpack. I mean, come on. I don't know how many love discs were harmed in the making of these, these clothes. Yeah. The ripped love discs jeans are a little like, Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Goodness me. Wait. So was, was, <laughs> do we steal a love discs clothes? Love this top ripped love disc jeans. Like, did we mug a love disc somewhere? No, I think the clothes are made out of love disc. Okay, I like that better. I kind of like that better. That makes more sense in the animal analogy that is Pokemon, I suppose. But <laughs> anyway, the, the the new information besides the clothing items was definitely the, the 7K egg pool again. Now, Kyle, compare these to the, the egg pool we just had for this previous event. Oh my gosh, what was it? What was it? What did we just do? Just do the the Sinnoh one. It was one? red Pokemon, right? Oh, the the red one. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, we don't need to compare that because you're yeah. uh, comparing anything to zero is probably going to be better. <laughs> well, what about the Sinnoh egg pool? I mean, I think the Sinnoh egg pool was better than this this egg pool. But I just want to say one thing: Why is Tyrogue in this egg pool? He's pink. He's sort of pink. He's more gray. Yeah, like this Tyrogue is not like pink. He's yeah, but he's a baby. He's a baby, like Smoochum, Migglybuff, Cleffa. I don't know. It's just like, I just see that. And then, yeah. Do you also remember that Audino and Alola Mola is going to be in that egg pool as well? So that's now. Yeah, it's going to be. That's now what? 11 Pokemon in the 7K eggs there? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. But, two, but, but you, have a, you have double the chance of getting one that you don't have yet. Yes. Which is but, different than Darumaka. Yes, but I think they specifically said that both of them will be harder to find or maybe that was referring to after the event ends now that i'm thinking now that i'm reading it 
I think I may have misread it. So hopefully they're like the Ramaka and we can actually get our hands on them. Hopefully, yes. It, it kind of all depends on the hatch rate, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incoming 20 love disc when I hatch 35 eggs. Ah, well, hopefully you'll get the shiny. I still need mine. Oh, it'd be so good. I want to I want a shiny love disc. Uh, it'll be great. Okay. Let's go into probably the most interesting part of the news section this week. I'm really excited about this. It's the city Explorer pass for Safari zone, Liverpool. So not starting in St. Louis, but they're trying this out for beginners in Liverpool, which is the second Safari zone event that's happening. I'm just going to read through basically the article that as it was presented on uh, go hub. Uh, and of course we'll have links to this and all the other news articles we talked about this entire time so far, but here we go. Niantic has announced the city Explorer pass an additional purchasable experience from the upcoming Safari zone, Liverpool event, which takes place in the magnificent 235 acre Sefton park from Friday, April 17th to Sunday, April 19th, 2020. So, they're adding an additional purchasable thing. This is more than just the two extra hours of gameplay for early um, early ticket holders. This is something different or additional to that. The City Explorer Pass will be available for purchase for £8, and you need to have a Safari Zone ticket to buy it. We'll come back to that in a second because that's the part I care about the most. The Pass will grant you access to exclusive City Explorer raids, hatch eggs faster throughout Liverpool, and access other exclusive bonuses for the full event weekend. This additional ticket is intended for players who plan to spend the entire weekend in Liverpool. Okay, so the idea of this pass, before we talk about what the bonuses and stuff are going to be for this thing, you have to have a Safari Zone ticket to this event in order to purchase this Explorer Pass. You can't just buy it on its own. And it's designed for the sort of people that are like, yeah, I'll go to Liverpool, but I'm going to you know, make a weekend out of it now. You now have more reasons to play Pokemon Go that entire weekend, which is pretty cool. This happens a lot already at live events. I mean, we did this ourselves at, at Chicago. I mean, yes, we lived down the street in a matter of <laughs> speaking, but we were there every single day, you know, walking around and then we came back and stuff like that and did other things because there's people there, you know? This gives like you you're there to meet other people that can't play on the same day. You're there to like just see all the hubba, be around other people that like the same game you do. Having this as an option is pretty, pretty neat. Um, hopefully, it'll also expand to GoFests. We'll see. <laughs> but let's talk about the benefits before I, I complain about the thing that I'm upset about here. Players who purchase a City Explorers Pass will enjoy the following benefits. City Explorer raids on a 72-hour timer will take place at iconic city locations that will be chosen in partnership with the Liverpool City Council. That's pretty cool. These raids will be accessible only by City Explorers. With varying levels of difficulty and a wide variety of Pokemon to battle, these raids will offer challenges that City Explorers of all levels can enjoy. Access to these raids will be included in the City Explorer Pass. No premium battle passes needed. So of these raids, you're not going to need premium battle raid passes for Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres will be available in three of those designated five-star City Explorer raids. Three of them will be five-star raids. that will be the birds. Uh, Lancer and the evolution of Safari Zone Liverpool's featured Pokemon Chinchou will be available in a two-star raid. The legendary Pokemon and EX raid Pokemon that are available in general while the Safari Zone is running will be appearing in two five-star raids. Very cool. The other four City Explorer raids will feature one raid battle each from each level of difficulty from one star to four star. So 10 raids that will be on a 72-hour 72, 72 timer 
take place at specific locations. Yes, that are, are pointed out by the city. This is very interesting. So while there are additional benefits to this, uh, we'll get to those in a minute, but the, the main big game-breaking new thing here is this designated raid pass that's going on here with these 10 spots and stuff like that. So, Kyle, before I ask you what you think, I have to tell you what I think because I can't handle <laughs> it anymore. Dude, Chris has had a I'm, dying I'm, urge I'm really, I'm really upset. I'm upset. So I think Ooh, this wow. is brilliant. I No, it never happens. I think this is brilliant. I think this is so good, right? The City Explorer Pass is is genius because I've been in this situation. Kyle, you've been in this situation. Mm-hmm. Where we're walking around. We're in that dead zone. We're like, well, we're going to go walk around the city and do normal raids and stuff like that. And while there are city spawns and stuff like in the surrounding area, it doesn't feel like Go Fest, you know? Or Safari Zone, I suppose, in this situation. So this is so cool. It's catering to the sort of people that are like, man, if I could pay and, you know, play a little bit more around the event, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Like, I would do this in a heartbeat. The part that I don't like that makes me upset is that you have to have a Safari Zone ticket first. I get it, kind of. But if you're the sort of person, it's in Liverpool. If I had gotten tickets before I had, if I got in flight tickets and, and made a hotel arrangement and stuff like that, before I got my, my ticket for the event, and I plan on going out there, and even if I didn't get into the event to be like, oh, well, that's okay. I'll still enjoy my weekend in Liverpool. I would still want to get this pass. I mean, right? I mean, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Uh, I totally see both sides here. I see why you're upset and I see why they did it, but I'll add a third one and why I hope they did it or what I'm hoping they're doing in that it's a test. They, they tested like an open ticket type event with the, the Reggie event. Mm-hmm. This is testing an exclusive thing, but maybe they're just not confident in the event itself to just sell it to the city. Or maybe they're, thinking that if they were to make it available to the city, the rest of the world would be upset that they can't just buy it and then take part in free bonuses too. I guess so. So from from a business perspective, right? Even beyond just ticket sales, these live events in these cities bring in so much tourism money for these for these different cities, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why Chicago is so thrilled to do it. Like they talked about this on Lured Up and I read a different article about it somewhere else and another podcast I can't remember the name of, but it was like one point something million dollars of, of tourism revenue were over GoFest weekend, which is insane. So if they're doing this this pass where it's encouraging you to go out in places that the city has designated that they, that they should go to, like this feels like it's kind of working towards that. It's kind of like a marketing ploy um, to help benefit also the location more so than just Pokemon Go. This is definitely possible. Maybe, you know, maybe this is some kind of deal they struck with Liverpool in order to do the Safari Zone, in order to make the Safari Zone cheaper for them, you know, some tax breaks, stuff, stuff like that, especially because there's going to be raids tied to iconic locations. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the locations are. I wonder if they'll like all be near each other or if they'll be spread out. Like, will they be miles apart? Like, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I just I'm weirdly apathetic about this where I usually have like a strong opinion. I just don't care because personally, the benefits don't impress me enough to have to be upset about it. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, I don't care. I'm so tired of seeing them. I know there are players who still need their shinies, who still want them, but it's not a selling point to me. Lantern? What? Lantern? Well, it, it, it's... I, I get it. It's it's based on, it's it's based the, on the theme. It's the featured Pokemon. Yeah. But who cares? Why is Chin Chao the featured Pokemon? Uh, that is, <laughs> I think that's the real question here, is why is um, Chin Chao the featured Pokemon? And then a legend, the legendary and EX Pokemon. I'm pretty sure the EX is still supposed to be Regigigas, so I don't know why they're being coy about it. And the legendary is definitely going to be one of the other elemental... Maybe it won't be Regigigas. But don't we this already know he's... Away. But it's it's not. It's only it's only two months away. Didn't they already say he's going to be here for the next, like, four months? Something like that? Uh, I, when I he got extended? Being, I don't remember it being confirmed what the length was going to be. Just that I, he, he just got extended. I thought, I thought they just removed his, his end date. Exactly. They were just like, and he's exactly. going to hang out. So, we'll yeah, we don't see. know. Maybe they'll use this as the opportunity to launch the next one. Then there'll be reason <laughs> to be upset. And then the remaining four raids, one of each tier. It kind of just doesn't do it for me. Well, it kind of depends on what they are, right? But uh, probably pulling from the pool of featured Pokemon, right? Yeah. But, like, I'll, I would do them. Like, don't don't question that. If this were available for St. Louis, we'd be buying it. We'd be doing it because we're going to be there anyway. So why not? It's right, exactly. good value. 10 free raids minus all the other benefits for the eight pounds i'm just as you know good on them for exploring more stuff hopefully it's exploring more stuff for the benefit of everybody not just the benefit of people who get tickets and can travel it's it's how much we paid for the reggie gigas event mm-hmm. was eight dollars so it kind of looks like this is more value in my opinion but there's there's other benefits with the past week we, we haven't covered them yet um, so beyond the raids we just talked about, uh, half hatch distance when eggs are placed into incubators within the city. Exclusive field research tasks will be granted by Pokestops throughout the city. Regular lure modules will last four hours if placed by city explorers within the city. All trainers will benefit from those four-hour lure modules, not just city explorers. That's pretty cool. Probably because programming it any other way would be a nightmare. <laughs> I would imagine, but let's just assume it's good faith at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Increased incense duration within the city. It's probably twice as long. I can't yeah, imagine. I don't know why they wouldn't be. just say it since yeah. they said four hours. Maybe it's, so, maybe it's longer. Who knows? Three-hour um, incense. They might actually be worth something then. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, additionally, the City Explorer Pass gameplay experience will last the full weekend from Friday, April 17th at 6 a.m. to Sunday, April 19th at 10 p.m. That's nuts. There's way more value than Regigius Day, in my opinion. Uh, well, it's not that much more value because the raids are... A one-time thing so it's not like you can keep doing raids over and over that are exclusive to this but the half hatch distance all weekend that's that's pretty good especially because you're a tourist you're probably going to be walking a lot anyways yeah yeah definitely. and depending on what these exclusive tasks are it could be really good yeah if they're if they're super lucrative then this will be the way to go uh, but but we'll see uh, how to buy this. In order to purchase the City Explorer's Pass, you need to buy it alongside the Safari Zone ticket. Like we said, Safari Zone tickets go live on Friday, February 14th. That's tomorrow at 8 a.m. Uh, GMT in the first come, first served fashion. 
General admission tickets will be 12 pounds and early access tickets will be 18. The City Explorer Pass will be eight pounds and will be available for purchase only along with the Safari Zone ticket. Oh, they're really just hitting this home, huh? It cannot <laughs> be purchased after a ticket order is complete and is not eligible for refunds or transfers. So you, you can't add one to an existing ticket. So if you're going to do it, you're going to do it up front, mm. pony up right away, and that's what? What's wrong? That's just... That doesn't uh, feel good to you? That doesn't feel good. <laughs> That yeah, so yeah. I also it kind of kind of surprises me because you don't really need to know for attendance purposes in the entire city. It's not like they have a maximum load, you know, occupancy or something like that. Yeah, that's just what. Why does it have to be at the same time only? I don't know. Maybe it's just because that's the way that they have that the purchasing set up that it just makes the most sense. I'm sure there's a good reason. Because if they could, if they could make it available for people to buy as they got there, so that they could be pressured by their friends, like we did on Reggie Gigas Day for all of our <laughs> friends, then they would do that because it's more money, right? So there must be a reason. Yeah, I wonder if they have to report attendance numbers uh, ahead of the event to the city. Probably or expectation. That might be a safety thing, you know. Like if you're going to have like a big group and encourage them to go throughout the city, I bet the city needs to know the size of that group. That makes sense to me. I'm just making a policy, just I'm armchair city managing right now. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, before we move on, the featured Pokemon for this event, just to remind you, uh, Krabby, Dratini, Chinchou, Unknown, Oshawa, and Relicanth. Yes, Relicanth. He's out and about taking a slight vacation for a weekend somewhere else. All right. Well, that's it for the news. Let's move into Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, we're going to take a look at the other two forces of nature. Last week, Chris touched on Tornadus, who is in raids currently. And just like three months ago when we got Terrakian for the first Sword of Justice, it's really likely that we're going to get the following forces of nature in the next two months. How mad do you think everybody would be if they just went with a different legendary and just left us hanging on these other two? Probably not that mad. But we'll get to that oh, in a second. All oh, the completionists would be yes. The completionists would be uh, yeah. annoyed. <laughs> yes. First up, you have Thunderous. It's a lightning flying type. So your top choices for counters are going to be ice and rock counters. For ice types, number one is Mamoswine. Woo. Duh. Like I don't. I don't know. I. I hope you know that at this point. Powder Snow and Avalanche. Mamoswine blows all other. Ice types out of the water, pretty much. But if you don't have six Mammoth Wine, there are other choices. Glaceon with Frost Breath and Avalanche. And Weavile with Ice Shard and Avalanche. Rock types, just as good, although Mammoth Swine is still number one. Rampardos with Smackdown and Rock Slide. Rampardos Ooh. has the quickest time to win, but also the most deaths by like, <laughs> like 20. He'll get you there quicker, but it'll be on the corpses of 30 of his brethren. <laughs> Mamoswine has like 14 deaths. Rampardos has like 33. Oh my God. I was exaggerating, so, but that was pretty close. So yeah. <laughs> Another rock type, Terrakian, Smackdown, Rock Slide. Much more durable than Rampardos, but just a little bit slower. And of course, Tyranitar, Smackdown, Stone Edge. Can't mention rock types. If you don't mention Tyranitar. Lastly, Rhyperior, Smackdown, Stone Edge, 
Although hopefully by the time we get Thunderous, Rhyperior has Rock Wrecker and it gives him a nice boost to his DPS. Fingers Rock crossed. Wrecker. I mean, I'm hoping that that move doesn't suck. Just don't be like PvP exclusive, not very good. Oh, like status inducing and because of that, the numbers are nerfed. Oh, I'll be so sad. How I'll big? be so sad if it's like an ancient power or something. But what if it's what if it's just like all of a sudden the best rock move? I don't want that either. No, but if they make it better, it's going to be the best rock move. Like it's not like they, what else are they going to do? I don't, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. A, a, a status move, I think. I, I, what does Rock Record even do in the main series game? I, I, I don't know. I would look it up now, but it's not worth it. That's a, that's a discussion. You sally forth. For I'll do what next needs week. to be done. I'll do what needs <laughs> okay. to be done right now. Hang on. That said, Rhyperior, in just a moment. Thunderous, is he any good? Mm, no, he's not. Thunderous is just not good. Just to put it in perspective, he is a worse Electro-type attacker than Luxray, and I feel like that says all there needs to be said. I have some bad news. <laughs> oh, no. I have some bad news. All right. Don't you dare tell me it is a move that just lowers defense or something like that. No, 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 no. It's even worse. It's, it's worse than everything. Rock Wrecker inflicts damage and then forces the user to recharge during the next turn. It's stinking Hyper Beam. No, it's Hyper Beam. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I'm sorry to break it to you, folks. I'm, I'm Roy sorry. Roy day is canceled. If you did not have knowledge of Pokemon main series moves like I didn't, oh, you goodness. probably just had your hopes and dreams crushed. I'm sorry. Maybe they'll change it. Maybe it'll be something completely different. But if it's uh, anything like how Hyper Beam is, it's just not going to be worth it. I mean, Hyper Beam is not like the absolute worst. It just happens to also be normal type, which is not good. Yeah, so maybe if it got, you know, maybe rock be stab. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. We'll wait and see till next week. Yeah, yeah. Next up, Landorus. Now, this Pokemon right here dominates the main series games for the competitive level. Let's see how he does in Pokemon Go. It's ground flying type, which means he has a four times weakness to ice mm -hmm. and a two times weakness to water. So you're going to bring a, those ice types chunk. again <laughs> Poor Landorus. He's he just, thinks he's a dragon. <laughs> it's going to be like videos of people duoing Landorus. No problem. Mm -hmm. Just it's going to happen. Mammal swine again, powder snow and avalanche. It's just going to destroy Landorus. It's not even going to be a question. Weavile and Glaceon, the number two, with Ice Shard and Avalanche and Frost Breath and Avalanche. And if you really want to use water types, Kyogre with Waterfall and Surf, although you really should have Blizzard because it would do better. Don't put Blizzard on your Kyogre, I beg you. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Don't do it. Hydro Pump over Blizzard any day. <laughs> and then Swampert with Water Gun and Hydro Cannon. Those, the, you can use another water another water type attacker. You can use a, a crab hammer user, but why bother when ice is just going to be so much better? Because crab hammer needs its time in the sun. Okay, fine. You can use your Kinglers. Go ahead. Use your Kinglers. Use your oh, no, 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 no. My Crawdaunts. Thank you. Okay. Even though Kingler is 10 times better, Crawdaunt just to do it. No, Kingler is just a better crab crawfish type thing. I think so. Uh, can we also just take a moment to appreciate Gigantamax Kingler? 
Yes. It's yes, great. We can. He's, he's got a, a beard made of bubbles. <laughs> Just like a kid taking a bath. But he's a crab. He's a full-grown crab. Anyway. Anyways, Landorus. Is he any good? He, he's okay. So it's better than his brothers. But he's still a ground-type attacker. And there's not a lot of good uses for ground-type attackers in Pokemon Go. You're kind of assuming a lot by saying they're brothers. I mean... It's, it's, they're, they just they're, work at the same place, man. They definitely don't work at the same place. This is not a uniform. That is that is flesh and blood. That is skin <laughs> and bones that uh, they share. Uh, remains to be seen if they bleed. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. They look <laughs> like they do, though. That's true. Minus the cloud. So, Landorus, he's worth it. But really, when are you going to use a ground-type attacker? And if you do, I hope you have some Groudons or Excadrills at this point. They're just better. And just don't even worry about Thunderous. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah, there's so many more better electric options. You know, I mean, uh, Ra- Raikou comes to mind. Yeah, Raikou comes to mind again. Zapdos, is, Zapdos is still better. Yes, than Thunderous. So. Got any of those Thundershock Zapdos laying around? That'd be good for that. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate that. I will look forward to catching one of these other guys as well and then probably not catching any more. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, maybe Landorus will just be like super good in PvP or something crazy like that. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But with the four times weakness to ice, it seems very unlikely. We'll see. But if they don't bring an ice type, then they're done. Okay. This is true. It's time for the Poke lore. And this week, I'm doing something a little fun just to mess with everybody a little bit. We're going to cover Love Disc. The rendezvous Pokemon, which first of all, can we take a moment? <laughs> what, what is a rendezvous Pokemon? What does that mean? I I, I don't know. Is Does rendezvous have like a romantic sort of like... I mean, yeah, it, it can, but not just as the word rendezvous. I don't know. Maybe it'll make sense when we talk more about it. But in addition to Love Disc, even though they are not, I guess, technically in an evolutionary line, it feels like... A spiritual successor, Olomomola, the caring Pokemon, which, of course, is going to be the new Pokemon added with this new Valentine's Day event in 7K Eggs. Yahoo! Okay, <laughs> Love Disc first. Love Disc is a fish-like Pokemon. It's a fish. fish. It is a fish. Okay, okay. With a relatively flat body in the shape of a heart. Loving couples gave this Pokemon its name after spotting it in the ocean waters. It is primarily light pink with pale lips and circular markings on its cheeks. During the spring, it forms groups that turn the ocean surface bright pink. <laughs> I love that. Love Disc lives in warm seas, where it makes its nest in the branches of Corsola or coral reefs. It rips the arms off of Corsola <laughs> to build it home. As shown in Love Disc is a many splendored thing, which I'm assuming is the name of an anime episode. episode. Yeah, when two Love Disc kiss... They are able to use their slender bodies as wings in order to fly for short periods of time. How is there not an evolution for Love Disc based on that? I I don't understand, but there's one more sentence. Pelipper is a natural predator of Love Disc. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta slip in that realism there. (laughs) Yeah, I think... When two love disc kiss, they will use their slender bodies as wings to fly. What? <laughs> Can you imagine? See, what a wild thing. Okay. Anyway, since since a Lobomola doesn't actually evolve from love disc, I have to explain love disc's stats no, by law. I, it's required. Are you uh, ready? Okay. Are you sitting down, Kyle? This is gonna yeah. blow you blow you away. Max CP, 
848, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to read you what I wrote down for the stats. 81 attack, 128 defense, and 125 stamina. (laughs) Lamau. (laughs) Really bad. Best moveset, if you can call it that, water gun and water pulse. Look, okay, I need to ask anybody out there, if you used a love disc when you played the main series games, I need to know about it. Yeah, I, I wonder know why. Was, was there any like sort of unique thing with Love Disc that made it competitive or useful? Or you know, no. I don't, I can't think either. Hmm. All I know is that when R slash Pokemon did their poll for favorite Pokemon sometime in the last year or so, only four Pokemon got zero votes, and Love Disc was not one of them. So that means Love Disc is somebody's favorite Pokemon somewhere. Somebody's. Somebody's. Okay, well, I'm okay. I'm going to make a case right now that anybody that's listening that is a Love Disc fan should be an Alomomola fan. Yes. Okay, are you ready? Alomomola is great. Okay. Alomomola is a pink fish-like Pokemon. It's a fish! It <laughs> is just a fish! It's water type. It is a fish. Like, anyway, it's a fish-like Pokemon with darker pink markings on its heart-shaped body and fins. It has large dorsal and ventral fins resembling hands. (laughs) Each divided into four sections and tipped with a paler pink. The shape of the Pokemon resembles an ocean sunfish as it lacks a proper tail fin. Its eyes are round with golden irises and a mark that appears to be an eyelash extending up and back throughout the rest of the body. It lives in the open seas. If it finds an injured Pokemon floating at sea, a Lomomola will heal the Pokemon's wounds and carry it back to shore. It heals Pokemon using its special membrane enveloping its entire body. Its skin. <laughs> I so, also have a special membrane surrounding my entire body. It's my skin. So a Lomomola is the chancy of the sea. Yes, yes. And the stats reflect it. Max CP of 2169. Really bad of attack at 138, terrible defense at 131, but it's rank five out of all current Pokemon Go Pokemon and stamina of 338. That's a lot. That's crazy. That's an insane amount of stamina. Uh, best move set is going to be Waterfall and Hydra Pump, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend using it for DPS. Maybe as a defender, sure, but... Yeah, uh, here's a, how would it do in a gym? Like, I don't know what other moves it can know, but I mean, Chansey has 487 stamina. So like, that's it's true. still way below that. And that's it not even nice, counting. Probably chunky speed bump, I guess. And Machamp wouldn't be super effective against it. So, you know, throw these guys in gyms, annoy somebody. I'm sure you can do it. That's true. But but moral of the story is, is that a Loma Mola is just way more down to earth and, and realistic and practical than love disc could ever be and i'll die on that hill i will uh, yeah but like what does alola mola's shiny look like because i don't know if it's green yeah. i'm flipping the table swear to god i'm looking it up I'm no like, it's just more pink <laughs> uh, <laughs> purple it's like not even really purple though it's just additional pink now that they said by the way that the fins are hands i can't unsee it Hey, yet I haven't found my link yet. It looks like uh, like the hugging emoji, but with a fish in the middle instead of a face. Oh my god, they are hands. They look like mittens, you know. Oh my god. Moving right along, away from hearts and fish, we're gonna have a discussion about roses now. 
in the PvP section. I made you guys a promise last week that we were going to do a Rose Cup meta conversation this week, and we're going to. And for those of you that snoop around the show notes, I definitely did link uh, the the guide to this in last week's show notes just because I didn't want you guys to have to wait, and I said I would put the link there, but we're going to talk about it here in depth. So just a reminder, these are the rules for the Sylph Arena Rose Cup, which is running for the month of February. The rules are all pink, red, purple, and gray Pokemon can participate in the Rose Cup, excluding legendaries, mythical water types, and Bastiodon. Here's a quote from the article that <laughs> I think kind of sums it up on Game Press that I was reading. The Rose Cup meta is a complicated one and can't be solved by a simple rock-paper-scissors formula. With so many different typings and roles in the mix, and none really above the others or mandatory. But still, it's been kind of broken down into a semi-organized fashion. Here are the main types you should think about. One, steel types, which can also be replaced with rock types in this meta. Fighting types, which could also be replaced with ground types. Fire types, which could also be replaced with flying types. And then there's fairy and ghost types. There always seems to be fairy and ghost types in every team. I don't know why. (laughs) All right, let's talk about steel and rock first. Your main choice is probably going to be Steelix. You're going to want to use Dragon Tail or Thunderfang. My recommendation would be Thunderfang. You just choose for people. It is so good. But bring one of those two, probably Thunderfang, with Crunch and Earthquake. Steelix is a great PvP Pokemon and a great lead. I love him. I love Steelix. Uh, Probo Pass with Rock Throw or Spark. And your two charge moves will be Rock Slide and Magnet Bomb. Magnet Bomb is so strong, I always forget and I always feel bad about it later. Rhyperior, Smackdown with Surf and Superpower. What? Superpower. Huh? What? Uh... <laughs> you know, I was about to get real excited. My Rhyperior with Surf can do something. And then I remember there's like 3200 CP. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just mostly for type coverage in this situation. Aerodactyl with Rock Throw. And then as far as charge moves are concerned, take Rock Slide or Ancient Power, but pair one of the two of them up with Earth Power. Again, not a lot of coverage there, but just, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, not, I can't really speak to Aerodactyl. I really can't. I've never used him in PvP. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird one. Alolan Graveler, Volt Switch with Stone Edge Rock Blast. Now that one makes sense to me. Alolan Graveler bring a little bit of electric typing in there and two rock moves. Oh yeah. I want to input here just to make this known again because we talked about it when the Rose Cup first announced. Why is the Geodude line not gray? Yeah, I'm still a little upset about that. I'm upset about that. Did we look it up on the the website that they said that they were going to pull the classifications from? Did we check Geodude? I don't think we did at the time. So I'm going to look that. You You keep reading. You keep reading. I can do that, but I'm already here. Brown. It says it's brown. That's BS. <laughs> it's BS. It is. It is gray with like some brown tones. In what, to it. Yeah. In what world is Geodude brown? Who did this? Like I can understand Golem. Golem's brown, sure. But Geodude and Graveler—they're gray. I think so too. I still think that even Golem is gray. Golem is as gray as a Lolan Golem is. Uh, maybe a little bit. This is outrageous. I'm still mad about this. <laughs> I am too. I haven't gotten a response to my angry letter yet. <laughs> the next type combo is fighting and ground, of which number one is going to be Machamp with counter, cross chop, and rock slide. 
cross chop charges up real fast and rock slide is great for move coverage against flying types obviously meta chain with counter ice punch a dynamic punch or instead of a dynamic punch you can take power up punch or psychic depending on how you're feeling if you're feeling spicy i'd probably go with power up punch just spam that into oblivion that ice punch is so deadly though ice punch is amazing yeah so bring ice punch for sure but dynamic punch power up punch or psychic you know pick your poison but maybe power up punch scrafty hey scrafty you're new here uh that's the evolve from a scraggy who you can get from doing go battle league currently uh if you have a scrafty if you're lucky enough to have caught enough of them or if you just have a lot of rare candies bring your scrafty with counter foul play and power up punch he will not disappoint yeah blaziken with counter blast burn which is its legacy move from its community today and blaze kick there's a note here uh the fire chicken does have a few issues extremely fragile loses to machamp and metacham and gets walled by alola marowak so maybe don't bring plays again but if you're looking for an opportunity to, to flex it in certain situations does incredibly well uh glyscore is next with wing attack earthquake and night slash glyscore is a great pokemon because it's ground flying wing attack being flying earthquake being ground and night slash being dark that's really great type coverage just all over the board there nitto king i like this fury cutter which is legacy um with earth power earthquake or sludge wave you have so many different options with Nido King. The downside is, of course, a Fury Cutter. If you don't have it, I wouldn't bring Nido King. I just wouldn't. It won't have enough energy generation to, to do what it needs to do. Um, and then lastly for this section, Rhyperior, Mudslap, Surf, and Stone Edge. He gets, uh, he gets shouted out in uh, two different two different sections of this PvP guide. It's pretty great. <laughs> Look at him All go. because of that Mudslap. Yeah, man. Uh, the next one's Fire and Flying. It's a lot shorter. Alola Marowak with Fire Spin and Shadow Ball slash Bone Club. You know what you're doing there. We've talked about Alola Marowak for, it feels like, for years. Uh, Charizard, Fire Spin, and Blast Burn, which is its legacy move, and Dragon Claw. Kind of the standard uh, move set on, on Charizard. Uh, Skarmory with Air Slash, Sky Attack, and Flash Cannon. That one never changes. Nope. If you, if you don't have a Skarmory with Air Slash, Sky Attack, and Flash Cannon yet, you should get one. You can even just get away with air slash and sky attack. I'm telling you, if you haven't done it yet, pull the trigger. You will not be disappointed. And then lastly, in this section, a uh, Golbat's the last one that you want to bring here. Uh, wing attack, a shadow ball and poison fang. Again, great coverage. That's flying ghost and poison typing. Woohoo. Okay. We got two more sections here. Kyle, tell me about the fairies. So for fairy types is going to be, you guessed it. Your charm users, because where else are you getting your charm from? True. Wigglytuff with charm and ice beam and play rough. Clefable with charm and meteor mash and psychic. I just I love that Clefable can know meteor mash. Like <laughs> I know that's 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 the thing in the games, but it's it's just still funny. And everybody's favorite dog, Granville, uh. with charm and close combat and crunch. The three C's, baby. <laughs> C C C C four C's. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't even realize that there was a fourth C there. I I didn't I didn't seize the opportunity for an even better joke. Seize the opportunity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's one more section left, Kyle. It's ghosts, and I would feel bad if I talked about it because it's your it's your type. Ghosts. Sableye. Shadow claw. With foul play and power gem, 
or Shadow Sneak or Return. Take your pick for the last one. Small note. Yay, Sableye's not banned in a PvP cup. Yeah. Maybe I should take part in this one just to use my 100%. I mean, you'd get the most use out of it there. Yeah. Then there's Driftblim with Hex and Shadow Ball and Icy Wind, that ice coverage. And then Haunter with Shadow Claw. And the charge move is going to be Shadow Punch and Shadow Ball or Sludge Bomb. Oh, I'm kind of sad to see that something else is recommended besides Shadow Ball. Yeah, that's kind of a, a bummer. Yeah. Coverage. Shadow Punch probably charges faster than Shadow Ball, so you got to have that spammy move Yeah, if we didn't, there. If you didn't have Shadow Punch, if it was something else, then probably Shadow Ball would be non-negotiable because of the type coverage. But as it stands, you want the poison type coverage. So Definitely. There you go. Okay, so that's PvP. That was a, a bit much. Again, if you didn't catch all of that, or if you want to look at a, a full list, if you want to look at the guide that we were looking at, uh, we will have a link to that yet again this week in the show notes. So shout out to Game Press for their great comprehensive guides. Thank you so much. All right, moving into the Pokepole now. Last week's question was, if you could design a custom PvP cup, what would the name and rules be? The first one is from Phil. It's called... <laughs> it's called the kyle cup nothing but green shinies i love it i'm in love you know i was thinking this week after i had listened to the podcast i was like you know that would definitely be on my list of of cups that i would make and then i'm like oh no there's so many someone get me a ban list stat <laughs> no seriously it's the, it, it would be out of hand pidgey grabber wrote in and said i love any cup to use shiny umbreon in so I'll say Dark Ghost Psychic Fighting, the Batman Cup. <laughs> I love that. Or at Lisa Patricio came up with the Outback Cup. No rules, just write only Pokemon based on Australian wild, on Australian wildlife. <laughs> I'd like to see that list. So That'd no rules, just right is Outback Steakhouse's old like slogan. <laughs> no rules just right i love it <laughs> oh my god pop punk spice said baby league but like band munchlags and, and zoe two dots agrees they were having a conversation it was pretty fun yeah. no i i agree i want to see that i want to see that it would be a very expensive pvp cup though <laughs> uh yeah it would be powering up a lot lots of stardust uh at hell bruisers said he gave us three i believe rift cup rock type battles one dual type selection per team uh, for example rock fire rock water rock ground uh canyon cup rock type teams with one required the rock water dual type on board ingot cup steel type pokemon with no final stages allowed Ooh, that's interesting ban any steel pokemon that have a fire quick move though <laughs> oh for sure yeah i mean uh steel looks a wreck with with thunderfang yeah i like that one though i like the concept of that one mm -hmm. benny said earth wind and fire only held on the 21st of september <laughs> <laughs> ground fire and flying have to have at least one of each in your three mon team high casper said the last airbender cup ground fire water flying but you can only pick one flying type <laughs> i like it i like it i'm a huge fan so maxotron said the college football cup i feel weird saying this only because i don't care that much for football aside from selling parking you can only use pokemon that closely resemble mascots from american college football teams 
some liberties can be taken. For example, the color isn't exactly the same, or if it's wearing armor or clothes, holding something. And then he goes on to give some examples of different teams, but I'm so uneducated that I'm just going to make it even worse. I think if I read down. Oh, I don't, I don't know any, uh, is you, you take it, you go ahead. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to guess. All right. I don't, (laughs) that's my job here is to embarrass myself, Kyle. Um, I don't know anything about sports. That's not true. I know enough about sports, but I don't know anything about college football. So UF is at University of Florida, Totodile line. <laughs> that makes sense. And NCSU, oh, North Carolina State University, Puchenia <laughs> line, uh, University of Wisconsin, Typhlosion. Oh, these are these are easy. These are actually typed out. Oregon, <laughs> Farfetch, <laughs> Psyduck line, and Georgia, Snubble line. Well, I don't like Georgia. Double locks. So. Ugh. Uh, this last one's from Fire Drillin, who's also new to our Discord. Welcome. Monotype Cup. All of your Pokemon must share a type that is consistent throughout your team. Example, Azumarill, Swampert, Bibarel, Lapras, Kingdra, and Mantine would be a water team. But everybody wouldn't be limited to the same type. Yeah, you just have to designate. You have to identify what yours is. Hmm. Yeah, it could get a little out of hand, Oof. but i kind of like it the meta guides would be so crazy (laughs) i think that would be really good if you went monotype but then still restricted the types so monotype but you can only use these five types yeah okay that would work out your secondary your secondary type could be not from those five types of course but you just had to have one of the primary that would be interesting because then you could target band stuff a little bit easier to to make it I think more so balanced. too. Yeah, because I if like it that was, idea. If it was just any type and it had to be monotype, then that would be all over the place. Chaos. It would be absolute chaos. You're right. But this week's Pokepole creates a Pokemon themed idiom. Change an old favorite or create a new one that would apply in the Pokemon world. If you don't know what an idiom is, it's, uh, for example, it's like uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree or it's raining cats and dogs. It's basically like the literal things you're saying doesn't make any sense uh, compared to what you're trying to convey, right? Like the, yeah, The exactly. apple doesn't far from, from the tree doesn't have, it doesn't mean anything about apples or trees. It just means that people are, are like their parents. That's all that means. <laughs> so Kyle, have you thought about this? I have thought about it. I've got a couple. They're real cheesy and I love them. I'm going to give all three that I thought of, although the first one is my answer. Okay. And the first one is don't count your Torchic before they hatch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, and then caught between a golem and a hard place. That's a good one, too. And then two peas in a metapod. <laughs> oh, no. That's the winner. That's the winner. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I don't have I any it. that are even that good, man. Not even close. <laughs> I've only got like two, like like let the let the shinks out of the bag, you know, like okay. stupid okay. things like okay. that. Hold your ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> it was between hold your ponytail and one trick ponytail. I, I like that. I like the one, a one trick point. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. So, so while this isn't the most conversation or discussion based one, I thought this would be super fun. So, dear listener, if you have a response to the question, create a Pokemon themed idiom, change an old favorite, or create a new one that would apply in the Pokemon world, you can uh, send us an email at mail at gocastpodcast.com. But we also post it on social media like Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. But I, I mentioned emails and, um, Speaking of emails, 
emails emails <laughs> is that supposed to mimic my 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 signature sigh no. that i apparently have <laughs> it was so good he had, he hit that nail on the head man good on you trent oh, goodness <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't supposed to. That was actually just my own exasperation. No, okay. I'm really excited for emails. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> All right. We have one voicemail and one email. Okay, we'll do the email first. Jackson wrote in and said, my answer to the Pokepole is the annoying cup with only annoying Pokemon. So the types would be fighting, steel, ice, fire, grass, and water. I'd love to come up with the list of Pokemon that would be included in that. I think so too. That'd be yeah. that'd be fun to just look which of these Pokemon are annoying. Which which one fall in the category? You stay, you go. It's kind of like how how do you define which one is annoying though? Are they annoying because they're very good? You set up your you set up your factors at the top of the list and then you go down with those in mind. Okay. Could be like, I don't like your design. It bothers me looking at it. So you <laughs> so you're, are you're in. in. You're in, kid. You look weird. <laughs> Jackson also wrote, quick question time. You get a choice between a level 100 shiny Magikarp with an Everstone that you can't take off or a pet tree that you use as a tree with Hyper Beam. This is a super random question he had. Well, I want to see a tree use Hyper Beam. I don't know about you. Ooh, I mean, if it's a Pseudo-Widow using a Hyper Beam, I can think it, that's better it, than No, a... no, no. It's just, it's just a regular tree. It's like, it's like sort of thick. But it it can use hyper beam. What when it does, it it like is gonna break itself in half. It's got what? it's got it's got one shot. What? It's, yeah, you're at one opportunity <laughs> to seize everything it ever wanted. It's it's waited its whole life. <laughs> it's waited its whole well, life. Nothing that Mom's spaghetti can't fix. I don't think. I still like the tree with hyper beam. No strings attached. Cause... I think I'm okay with the tree with hyper beam as well, just because it sounds ridiculous. But at the same time, like if somebody said, well, hey, man, nice shiny magic art with the Everstone kind of messed up there, didn't you? <laughs> I did read a story on Reddit back when Sword and Shield was coming out. Someone said they got Wonder Traded, a uh, level 100 shiny magic art back during Gen 7. And once it's level 100, you can't make it level up. It doesn't even need an Everstone. Yeah. But this was on a thread where they announced that the new level candy can force a Pokemon to level up, even if it's level 100. Really? So the, yeah. Yeah. So the, the dude was real trolled by his level 100 shiny magic card. But now you can fix that. Wait, so level as... 100 in, in, in Sword and Shield, those XP candies can trigger level up effects? Yes, they can. Wow. Quality of life changes. Oh, my gosh. It well, only took 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jackson. We appreciate that. Now, here's our voicemail. Hi, GoCast. This is DeFiE250. I just wanted to call and ask how your Ultra League battles are going. I'm currently in the Forever Rank 9 Club. It's super frustrating that you can win three, lose two, and have your um, rank number go down. I hope that you're having a great week and looking forward to the Valentine's Day event. Bye. Kyle, lay <laughs> out the salt so, for me. This is so great. First off, it's nice to hear from people about rank complaints as somebody who played League of Legends for, you know, approaching 10 years now. Yeah. And dealt with rank for like seven of them. It's awesome <laughs> to win five. Choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome to win five games and then lose one and lose all of your progress. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am not enjoying Ultra League. Let me tell you, I powered up 
a giratina, 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 <laughs> giratina to 25, 24, 98 or whatever. It's not perfect, but I powered it up. It it only cost me like 30 30 candy. So Giratina. Giratina. I like that better than I'm pretty sure it's Giratina A, but I like Giratina A lot better. Oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I just I like I powered up. Oh man. I don't even remember now what I what I powered up to do this with Snorlax as well that I had. And I'm using a Oh, the one Swampert that I got to evolve that had Hydro Cannon because I didn't take nice. part in Mudkip Day. I think I've lost f- 13 out of 15. Wow. Something like uh, that. Of Ultra League so far? Yeah, of Ultra League. How did you win Great League? Really, really well. I was like 42 for 60. Wow. That's like I was winning. Like I felt like I had control over the games that I played. And I don't feel like I have control over Ultra League where I am right now in the game. Yeah. I wonder how much of that will go away as people spend more time with it. I think we're just so intimate with the pace and the scale and the, the regular contenders in great league. I just think that ultra league is more expensive to take part in. So like, even if I wanted to commit to ultra league, you know, outside of the budget options, the really good options are really expensive. It's Mm -hmm. really intimidating to get into. Stardust yeah, and Rare Candy. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I have also been having some issues with, with Ultra League. Uh, it's just been more difficult. My team is a, a Giratina, ah, a Marsh Tomp, and a, a Venusaur. It switches between a Lowland Muck and a Venusaur, depending on, on how spicy I'm feeling. But I've been having some success with that. But I've been I've, I've been at rank nine, and I've been going two and three and three and two kind of interchangeably. And I just... I. I haven't been getting anywhere. Yeah, I'm. At I'm all. also at rank nine. I didn't mention, but I got there in Great League. So yeah, so did I. And I was like so jazzed about grinding to ten when it was Great League, and then it switched yeah. over to Ultra, and I was like, oh, I forgot. And I also, oh, I'm no. kind of like, I don't want to do Ultra League battles because it hurt. It's gonna show up in my statistics, and like, I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> you just wait I, around until Great League comes back. But like, now that's gonna be four weeks away potentially. You have to yeah. wait through Master League. That's true. That's true. We do have one more league to go. And it hurts because there's that's free Stardust, you know, that you could just be claiming. I had really, I had a really good track record, okay, before Ultra League came around. I mean, it, there's still free Stardust for you to grab. You just have to not be worried about your statistics like some but nerd. Like, I, am, I am a nerd, okay? I, am a I nerd. mean, I, I care about my statistics. Do you have a spreadsheet yet? Not, no. Do you have not a spreadsheet for nerdy. Go Battle League yet? No, I don't like you will once i can think about it now you've put the idea in my head all i can hope is this is the preseason maybe they're getting ideas for how they can better handle stuff going forward well we'll see i I, i'm not i don't have a lot of hope for master league i'm also just looking forward i'm just looking forward to great league again already which i feel bad saying because i want the other i want the other leagues to have a place i just mm, just not in place of great league (laughs) i disagree i just think great league is the superior mode they're all going to have their own meta, and if things don't get shaken up, it's going to be fairly restrictive, you know, 40 or 50 Pokemon at most. But Great League's 40 or 50 Pokemon are going to be more approachable for most people. True. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were talking about how, you know, Ultra League and Master League excludes people that aren't high level. This is definitely true. Master League specifically. Yeah, if you're not max, you're not going to be able to compete. Or 38 at the very least, rather, level 38. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, it'll be really interesting to see how it shakes out because we haven't even had our first full rotation of Ultra League yet, and we haven't seen Master League yet in Go Battle League. So maybe it'll be different. Maybe it'll go exactly like we think it will. Eh, only time will tell. Uh, thank you for the voicemail, DeFi. Appreciate it. And that brings us to the end of the show. If you want to send us an email, you can do so by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 262-586-7717. You can visit our website, gocastpodcast.com. And if you missed that voicemail number or if you missed the uh, mail address, you can visit our website, again, gocastpodcast.com. Click on the Contact Us tab, and I updated it to include the phone number. <laughs> internet you can follow us on twitter <laughs> at GoCast podcast you can like us on facebook the GoCast podcast and if you'd like to help support the show monetarily and get included in the patron exclusive discord you can do so by going to patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash GoCast podcast and as low as one dollar a month you get into the discord where we do remote pvp talk about everything everything pokemon related all the time non-stop it's great. What a what a promised land of people. <laughs> All right. That's it, Kyle. It's um it's it's time for us to set some goals. Uh this complicated time yeah. with, with the Go Battle League makes my goals difficult. I don't like it. Oh, really? I mean, it just changes them? Yes, because I want to take part in Go Battle League. I do. I really enjoy it. When I feel like I have agency, it was a lot of fun. So I want to have that. I want to be able to be prepared if they have to stick to this cycle. I mean, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to make teams for all three leagues, at least <laughs> that are appropriate because I don't have a choice. I'd right. rather not. But so with that in mind, I have like an either or goal that I'm going to set. It's one work towards maxing my Giratino because that's what I'll use for Master League. And it's like level 29 already because I use it for raids. Or use that Stardust towards progressing something else either for Ultra or Master League. Probably not Master League unless I use something I already have made, but we'll see. Okay, that was a, that was a weird one. So I, I wrote down power up Giratino or power up something else. <laughs> well, power up for PvP. For something oh, for PvP. Okay. Okay. They hold me accountable. <laughs> I say I powered up my Badoo. You better be like, well, why'd you power up your Badoo? And be okay, like, well, I got, I'm I, got lying. Down. I got I got it written down here. We, we good? Uh, I need other goals. What's happening oh, right now? That, that was a lot. I wrote I wrote, wrote a lot of words already. Uh, make it a, make it a short one. Make it eggs. Make it stardust. I don't want to hatch make it eggs. An if Look, okay. I'm hoping to get lucky. I hope to get Audino or Alomomola from the event this weekend. Okay. One or the other. Okay. I I can get I can get behind that. Uh for myself I want to get both Autono and Alomomola. Just remember to hatch eggs. Yeah, I gotta remember to hatch eggs and that's pretty much it. Um and then beyond that, I just I wanna I wanna get somewhere in rank nine. What's your number? What's your rating? My rating is currently thirty one ninety seven. Ooh, I am higher than you. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Thirty-two, twelve. Thirty-two, twelve. I think. Don't you want a lower rank? Well, I mean, I'm not 
this just as a result of the Ultra League I've done so far. I was at like 3290 before Ultra League happened, something like okay, that. Okay, gotcha. What's your um <laughs> what's your win loss right now? Uh 46 wins out of 75 battles. 57 out of 105. Oh. Okay, remember I said those 2 out of 3s for Ultra League? That was like the first like three groupings I did. I just like took a, a tumble man look in my my great league string i felt real good like all the way up to rank nine i was like i i can do this i was switching my team occasionally as i saw the pokemon that was changing as i faced them and then it just ultra league happened so <laughs> <laughs> i feel you i really really do also steelix i didn't encounter a single one in 60 great leagues people are sleeping on him He's really good. Are you, you're busting him out in Grey League? Yeah. It just wrecks so many things. I, I believe it. I, wait, Dragon Tail or Thunderfang? You said Thunderfang earlier, Thunderfang. Right? Well, hands down? Yeah. I, sw- I, I, I switched I, I it to Thunderfang it. as soon as he got access to it. And it was like, never going back. So, because he's Steel Rock, right? Yeah. So, uh, Skarmory would not do very well against that at all. No, not at all. It's huh. it's just like Bastiodon. Bastiodon wall Skarmory as well. But Steelix does it faster. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for us. Hopefully, we'll enjoy PvP again next week. <laughs> next week. Okay. Oh, come on. Let's be realistic. We'll, we'll see. Anyways. I don't know. Maybe you'll fall in love with Ultra League. Who knows, man? Mm, not likely this week, but maybe in like a couple months, I'll fall in love with Ultra League. You just got to look up a couple of guides, buddy, and you'll be all better. Well, and, you know, I get promise. about 700,000 to a million Stardust. True. True that. Um, but until then... We're going to have a week, and and that's the end of the show, and we'll see you guys next time for episode 82. 82. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye.